It's been a while since we sat down in front of each other, Nick, but we're finally here to wrap up the story of micro-stretching. It doesn't have to hurt to heal you. In our previous three podcasts, we basically went on your journey, but it's a journey that you didn't go on alone because the only way micro-stretching works is that you have people to work on. So we talked to a quite a number of people that you've worked on and we got some feedback from them. And we're going to hear from those people throughout the course of this podcast. But let's talk a bit about your journey because it's been going on for how many years now? Um, close to, well, 30 years for sure. Wow. 33 decades, if not more. Yeah, and that's, that's a pretty good length of time in order to judge or to gain some empirical data about the effects of micro-stretching on your clients and the people you've worked with. Um, so from the very beginning, you, you probably were still gathering much of the data that's necessary to help you um, take micro-stretching to where it is now. So if you can just briefly, because I know that 30 years is a long time, take us through what you learned in the beginning and what you've learned now and how you apply it to your clients. Well, it more or less... Rather than learn something, Brian, it more or less reinforced what I believed from day one. Mm -hmm. That as, it's kind of funny, we say it doesn't have to hurt to heal. But I've often said that the greatest gain is made without any pain. Mm -hmm. Less is more. It's very, very important to look at how the body actually heals itself. And I am a facilitator. I've been called a healer by many, many people. But that's one title that I will never... Uh, accept myself. Um, I am a facilitator and I, through all my work that I've done with a lot of patients throughout the years, and it's been close to 50, I'd say 50,000 treatments. What the one thing that I've noticed more than anything is having to be able to help the patients relax. And once they're fully relaxed, that's when I'm able to get in there and actually help the tissue uh, recover and regenerate or help the tissue do what it's been designed to do yeah. by well, nature. Relaxation leads me to this question then, Nick. It's not just the physical component of helping your clients that uh, micro-stretching uh, is involved in. There's also a, a mental component and even an emotional component there. And the thing is, um, the way we've sort of been, uh, how do you say, educated for the longest time, we always thought that, you know, I think, therefore I am. It goes back to Descartes and his whole idea that if I uh, actually uh, think, therefore I exist. Mm -hmm. But I've often said that it's the body that teaches the brain. I call it the embodied mind. Right. And it's very, very important. And the thing is, when the body, for instance, when a child is born, it, it doesn't know how to speak, obviously, so it has to create those neural synapses in its brain. And how does it do it? It does that by uh, crawling. It does that by reaching for something. It does that by reaching for something which is causing pain. And then it starts thinking, if I do this again, it's going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. So the body is, is, the, is the forum of learning. And... It, but having said that, with regards to the mental, emotional stuff, I do not split the body from the brain. It's right. one whole system. Mm -hmm. And the mental, emotional components of stretching, very, very important, especially micro-stretching. I've worked with a lot of patients that have had uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. 
And just by helping relax the body, you help relax the brain. The other thing that we sort of touched upon on our previous podcast, Brian, is I often get my patients to stretch before they go to sleep. Micro-stretching has really helped the teams that I've coached over the years recover faster from training. And that means we've been able to train harder the next day and uh, we were able to increase the length of our training camps. Also an important uh, benefit of micro-stretching has been to uh, return the short muscles to their normal resting length and those muscles have been shortened either due to overuse when you do micro-stretching before you go to bed at night. Uh, it relaxes you and allows you to sleep longer and, and better. So uh, absolutely essential part of training for uh, any team in my opinion and of course for any coach. Yeah. Why? That is a very, very important thing because sleep is not for the body. The body recovers and regenerates while we're awake mm -hmm. by the nutrition that you give it, by the hydration you give it, by the relaxation you give it. Sleep is for the brain. <laughs> and that's when the brain really basically starts relaxing and starts to, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, um, step down it basically starts shutting down right and in order to be able to help the brain do that you have to take tension out of the body it's the tension in the body and if the brain perceives there's tension in the body it will not shut down properly it will not go to sleep because the brain takes a uh how do you say a recording of its environment all the time mm -hmm. so i'll give you an interesting story as to why i say this um when i was married uh, to Louise, um, and we had our first daughter Thalia, and now I'm a granddad, so that's that's my <laughs> legacy. My legacy is done. I'm over with. Forget about micro stretching. I'm done. No, yeah. I'm just joking. Yeah, right. But that's my legacy. <laughs> no, um, anytime Thalia would uh, sort of stir, Louise would be up like a shot mm -hmm. to basically tend to the baby. Right. Now, what's so funny? This one evening. Uh, I didn't uh, hear Louise get up to take care of Thalia. So Th Louise went back to sleep. And then next door to the house we were living in Vancouver, I heard glass break. I was up like a shot. Really? Yeah, there was some, there was a break in in the next door uh, house itself. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to get at is my brain was basically geared to uh, picking up sensations or, or sounds that Louise's wasn't at the time. She slept through the whole thing. Wow. So again, but we have to look at what the brain is doing. It's actually processing the environment and you actually condition it to process uh, certain sounds that you will become alerted to. Okay, so now getting back to the body itself, when uh, we're looking at pain and discomfort, the brain is active. It's, it's uh, basically on, and you have to basically create the, uh, how do you say, the environment to help shut it down. And you do that by helping relax the body. My name is Patrick Millette. I'm a medical practitioner. I've been working in the field mainly as a family physician, but also in the past years as a hospitalist. I found the experience quite outstanding from really two perspectives. First of all, my injury improved and uh, I actually had less pain after the procedure 
And secondly, I found that I was extremely relaxed, not only during the procedure and for extended period after. The procedure itself was quite painless. After the procedure, I felt more physically balanced and had less pain. Uh, this hasn't been the case with other more traditional therapeutic techniques I've tried in the past. I actually can't remember being so relaxed after a treatment session of any kind. I feel, you know, in future I could even use this technique as a form of psychological relaxation for anxiety and other issues. Well, one of the things that came across in some of the clips that we're going to be listening to today is just how important that relaxed portion of micro-stretching is to these athletes and these clients that you've worked with. In fact, let's hear from one of those athletes, Zach Caleros, about how micro-stretching has really enabled him to be the athlete he has become, Grey Cup quarterback for the Grey Cup winning quarterback for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Two-time winning quarterback. Can't forget that because back-to-back it it counts. Let's hear from Zach. Uh, my name is Zach Polaris. I play quarterback for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, I've been playing football my entire life. It's my 10th or 11th year pro, somewhere in there, including the pandemic. Um, when I met Nikos, he introduced me to a thing called micro-stretching. Uh, micro-stretching, for me, has really opened up uh, a different way of stretching and taking care of my body, as well as opening up uh, my muscles and, and those kind of things. And it's helped me feel a lot better. Uh, Day to day, game to game, um, year to year, kind of thing. Uh, the other benefit that really helps uh, for me is uh, the introduction of some of these stretches that Nikos has taught me uh, that I apply every night before I go to sleep. And uh, it really helps me get into a deeper sleep. So um, I can't say enough good things about micro stretching. Again, it's, I think it's really helped pr- prolong my career. I hope it continues to do that. And uh, look forward to working with Nikos uh, more in the future. Mm. Well, there you have it. So once again, you, you talk about sleep and how important that is. And one of the primary things he focused on there, not just the beneficial aspects of being treated, but how important it is to get that micro stretch in before he actually goes to bed. It's very important because most athletes are sleep deprived and they basically need to get that sleep in order to be able to be ready for the next day for their training and for their activity and their, for their competition. That's the one thing, Brian, that when you play all these clips, that is the common theme, Mm -hmm. sleep, and how important it helps them to sleep, which is the key. Mm -hmm. To actually sleep is what actually helps not only the brain, but eventually it helps the body recover and regenerate as well. When when you're teaching this uh, process, this philosophy to the various people that are out there that are now utilizing micro-stretching, how do you underscore the impact that this is going to have on their on their clients that they're going to go out and remedy with this with micro stretching underscore meaning like make them understand that this is something that's going to change not just how you feel physically but how you feel mentally because of the fact that you're going to have a restful night's sleep for the first time in however long yeah that's the one thing i get a lot of my practitioners that i've taught so far there's about oh 25 of them that Mm -hmm. The one thing that I say to them, when you're starting to relax the body, in fact, a lot of them have even commented, even during treatment, a lot of patients actually are lulled into some sleep as well, because what we're trying to do or what we are doing is we're activating the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the system of healing, 
which is the system of, of recovery and regeneration. So a lot of, uh, a lot of my, um, how do you say, practitioners that I've taught, I've said, don't be surprised if your patients come back to you and say, you know what, this is the best sleep I've had. And that's the kind of thing that everyone wants in their life is a more deeper, relaxed sleep. Um, one of the things that I found since I've been uh, under your uh, guiding hand in terms of micro stretching is that the freedom of movement that I've gained, I haven't had in, oh, I'm going to say it, decades myself. Um, when you see the results of what you do to your, to your patients and your clients, do you, do you get that, I don't know, is there... Do you understand the impact you're having on their lives? I mean, it's just, it's something that is so life enhancing, at least in my respect it has been. I can't tell you how I feel just walking around in my day-to-day -day life doing things based on what you've helped me accomplish through micro-stretching. Yeah, that's true. Uh, with a lot of the patients that I worked with and still continue to work with, that's the one thing that w they will look at is the freedom of movement. and. What really blows their mind is actually the while they're being treated by me, the intensity of the stretch. And they, they just can't fathom why something so gentle actually has the impact and the effect that it has on their bodies. And I've often said to them, again, if there's tension in your body already, it makes no sense for me to be able to go in there and create more tension because if I'm creating more tension, it's counterproductive in helping you to uh, be pain-free and move in a very fluid mo motion. I mean, I worked on a, a patient yesterday who was complaining of uh, right shoulder injury, and mm -hmm. when the person first came in, you can tell his uh, shoulders were rounded forward and he had a lot of tension in his upper neck and shoulder area and by the time and so when i had him on the table i had to have two pillows in order to support his head by the time i was finished the the treatment which is they're about 40 45 minutes in length his head was actually on top of the uh, table without a pillow so that's huh. the key itself because what i did is i've actually released the whole fascial neuromuscular system in the whole body. It only makes sense for me to work from a holistic point of view by relaxing the whole body, by stretching the whole body. And relaxing is not just the stretching portion, but it's also talking to your patient uh, in a very uh, relaxing, uh, how do you say, uh, a voice. Soothing. Soothing voice. Thank mm -hmm. you, Brian. A very soothing voice because Let's face it here, guys. There is no separation from the neck up and from the neck down. It's all one unit. It's a holistic system that has to be treated holistically. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically are the four main components that you have to look at when you're working with patients. And especially if patients have been in pain. Let me give you a classic example. When a person is in constant chronic pain, they are shallow breathers. So one of the best things you can do when you're treating these people, A, create a very soothing, relaxing environment, and also get them to focus on deep breathing. Mm -hmm. Once they focus on their deep breathing, they are going to start activating the parasympathetic nervous system, and that's the system that kickstarts the healing process of the body. Sherry Springall. Micro-stretching saved my life by returning my flexibility in a pain-free manner. 
I learned about muscle interdependence and injuries and how to be safe when stretching. Nikos taught me how to sustain my progress at home, which I regularly do. I now have confidence that I can approach a new body injury in a careful way until I can ascertain whether I need further medical treatment. Before treatment, it was difficult to get up off the floor and walking long distances wasn't possible. Now I am up and down and walking for miles. I continue the basic stretches regularly. Thank you, micro stretching and Nikos. You can't ask for a better testimonial than that. You know, that, and that's what we're talking about here, how micro stretching impacts a person's life. Now, Sherry's obviously an elderly person, but she's got a quality of life after being treated that she didn't have before. Correct. And Sherry's one of my uh, dear friends now. In fact, all my patients have become my dear friends because it's a journey, guys. When you're working with people, it's a journey. Mm -hmm. You get to learn more about them. They get to learn more about you. And you actually uh, work together and grow together. And a lot of these patients still stay in contact with me. Sherry and I still talk. And the main thing is she actually got back her quality of life. Let me, I think I said this in a previous podcast, but I'll say it again. Aristotle, the Greek philosopher, said movement is what is closest to the soul. And it's very, very important that if you're constantly in pain, uh, it, it actually does a number on you mentally, emotionally. So you're not able to, to enjoy your environment. But when you actually help the body, remember we said the embodied mind, when you actually help the body uh, uh, increase its ranges of motion, take that tension out of the body, diminish inflammation. It actually helps your outlook as well, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm. That's a vital, I guess, aspect of any healing process is the total package that comes with that healing process. You can't just heal one part of the person. It, in fact, it, you know, that's the one I think the big difference is when it comes to micro-stretching and other practices out there that kind of are in the same vein. So how do you separate yourself from the other practices out there? Well, you know, Brian, let's, everything has its place mm -hmm. with regards to treatment. Uh, the way I separate myself from other practitioners is you hit the nail on the head. I look at the body holistically. Yeah. It's very important. I, if a person has a right knee injury, most practitioners will focus on that right side, that right knee, and maybe proximal distal to the knee. And that's probably their, their scope or area of scope. Mine is right hip, left hip, left shoulder, right shoulder, neck, mid back, mm -hmm. uh, left ankle, right ankle, um, looking at the patient, seeing if they're in pain, if they're in discomfort, and they're not when I'm doing micro stretching for sure, but then right. you actually yeah. look at them. And the beautiful thing about observing is you will start seeing that their breathing rate slows down and they take deeper breaths, which is very, very important. So mm -hmm. again, I am not knocking other therapies out there. Uh, I mean, everything has its place in society. I just think that my philosophy is looking at uh, how the body works as a whole. And I would like to segue and say, hey, micro-stretching was developed for my injuries. 
and I had to basically heal myself. So these are battle tested on me first with regards to what results I've seen with my body, which then I've taken and applied on the, uh, the therapy scene. My name is Jason Kyle, owner of Train Like an Athlete, a performance studio in Vancouver, British Columbia. Our go-to recovery tool for over a decade is micro-stretching. Micro-stretching with its gentle, I would even go so far as to suggest kind methodology, makes clientele feel relaxed, allowing them to tune into their parasympathetic nervous system. With micro-stretching, the clients get instant feedback, and most importantly, it works. At the recent micro-stretching course TLA hosted for physiotherapists and RMTs, I was delighted to see the practical success we have found with our clientele utilizing micro-stretching matches the research. When clientele adhere to micro-stretching over a block of time, the results are obvious. Better movement, more relaxed, improved well-being from not being in pain, and the ability to consistently exercise and function better. In a word, micro-stretching is magic. It's the kind of thing that uh, people hear about but often don't actually experience, is that you've taken something that happened to you, which was tragic in many ways, and turned it into such a positive. I mean, you're going out and you're helping thousands, if not tens of thousands of people, because you've obviously disseminated your philosophy amongst various practitioners now, and they're going out and helping people, and then you know how that works, and so right. on and so on. So. That's something that I really want to talk about in, in this last episode of It Doesn't Have to Hurt to Heal You, um, is the journey that you went on to the point where we're at now with micro-stretching. And also, where do you see it going in the future? Well, I mean, I see it becoming more and more part of uh, therapy that will be practiced in clinics themselves. In fact, I'm starting to work right now at a clinic as well in Toronto. It's called Iconic Health. Uh, and the thing is, a lot of people there are starting to see the results of what I do. And I, I, the way I see it in the future is I see it as being part of um, the clinical environment. And, and the thing is, it's best thing I can say is because it's so gentle, it actually has a place in clinics yeah you know well i'm glad you brought up the clinics because um we're going to hear from someone now who runs a clinic and what they think of the process of micro stretching and just exactly what you've brought to them in terms of what they can now take to their clients and the people who drop in at their centers to get treated so let's hear from john bakti my name's john bakti and i'm the proud owner of connected chain It's really cool learning about micro stretching and and it's and its conception and how it came to be and uh, Nikos's journey uh, through the development of it. Um, it's motivating to see someone like this kind of commit to, to a new technique and, and watch it develop, but not just create something, but invest his time and efforts into creating it and, and finding the research so, so that it's science-based and gone and done his PhD and developed that while he was working and going through his own trials and tribulations and wanting it to, to develop and create and, and grow into something bigger so that other regulated health professionals can apply to their practice. And, and that's what here, that's what I'm here to talk about. Um, for me, taking the courses and, and just working with these guys, uh, micro stretching is just a, 
it's bridged the gap in terms of gentle treatment and just the idea of down regulation and settling the body down. We're in a very go, go, go type of, of lifestyle uh, most of the time. And, and something like this is just that that great tool that we can add to our repertoire to to use with our clients um so that for example you know we do a hardcore workout we push them hard and and then we get them on the table just to do some light gentle recovery and and the recovery piece is so crucial for for everyone john runs a clinic you've obviously taught john and some of the people at his clinic just how to apply this process this this therapy to people that I guess, passing on of the knowledge that you've gleaned over these three decades that you've been practicing micro-stretching. Um, how does that process been for you? I mean, is that something that you relish? Is that something that you look forward to doing? Yes, I do. I mean, I still enjoy the hands-on work. Mm -hmm. Yesterday when I was at the clinic, I really enjoyed seeing the patients feel better. Uh, it's always a good testimonial when they say to you, you know, I am leaving feeling better than when I came in. Huh. Isn't well, that the goal? That is the goal, yeah. but there have been, I've actually had a lot of patients that have come to me that have said otherwise, where they've been to other uh, practices and they've left feeling a lot worse than when they came in. Hmm. And again, the thing is, it has to do with pain and it has to do with pain intensity. And you have to be very, very careful because as we said earlier, in the other podcasts, anytime you cause pain, you activate the sympathetic nervous system, which then means it's the system of action. It's the system of fight, flight, or fright. So it's priming your body for activity. So that means you're putting more tension in the muscle itself. And not only that, but they've shown scientifically through several investigations that actually the sympathetic nervous system is related to inflammation. So you cause inflammation. So if the person already is suffering from inflammation from chronic pain, it just doesn't make any sense for that person to be exposed to more pain, uh, which means they're exposed to more inflammation. So it's that inflammatory response that we're trying to diminish as practitioners. That's a vicious cycle that you want to break. Exactly. You want to break that cycle. And unless you actually focus on breaking that cycle, the patient will not feel better because let's further follow this logic so if they're in pain they're in inflammation that affects the brain it mm -hmm. affects their outlook it affects their quality of life it'll affect their sleep mm. and unfortunately a lot of these people end up taking medications as well uh, you know and yeah. that's another thing you got to look at i've worked with people that have had rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis and especially with rheumatoid arthritis the drugs that these people are on are just really I just call them poison to the body. And mm -hmm. we've been able to diminish their dependency on those drugs by being gentle. Guys, this is the key. You have to be gentle. You have to look at how you're going to help the body get through these tense moments, and not tense moments, but this tension in their bodies, their limited range of motion, by being very gentle on, on their muscles, their connective tissue, which it's, it's all one system. It's all one neural endocrine hormonal physical system that those systems work hand in hand with each other and they actually uh how do you say 
basically they start from the hypo of, from the HPA axis in the brain and they actually take a reading throughout the whole body and you need to basically relax not relax but you need to work with those systems in order to help the person recover and regenerate properly and increase their quality of life well as that that is the ultimate goal that we're talking about here i mean the quality of life that all these that I can talk about from my personal experience with micro-stretching is invaluable. I mean, it's the kind of thing that you just want to bottle up and, and say, here, you should try this to everybody you meet because I, I, I hearken back to that first time I got off your table. And I'm, the difference between when I walked into the clinic and when I walked out, it was night and day. And that's the kind of thing where, you know, you just think, wow, everyone should feel this way. This is the kind of thing that people need to have because... Walking around, whether it's chronic pain, lack of mobility, fatigue, muscle soreness, all of those things. No one wants to live like that. So quality of life, I mean, that is, that is the goal. This is Matthew Hubbard. I played Division I hockey in the NCAA for Dartmouth College. I first met Nikos after undergoing double hip surgery last summer. I often heard other athletes in the gym raving about micro-stretching. I remember being skeptical. During our first session, I didn't feel much while Nikos was working on me, but I knew he was the real deal after I got off the table. I felt light as a feather and incredibly loose and mobile. As soon as my head hit the pillow that night, I was dead asleep. Brian, the quality of life, the ability to basically sit there and say, you know what, I'm moving properly, I'm moving pain-free, mm -hmm. and then I can go and do things which actually will allow me to experience and enjoy life. Because if you look at people that, are that have chronic pain, people that are taking drugs for their chronic pain, they're not happy campers. No. How yeah. can you be? I mean, that, that's not a good quality of life. No, it isn't. Yeah. Well, let's, let's spin it back a little bit, Nick, because we, we did uh, kind of gloss over one section, which I really think is going to underline and underscore what this podcast, this last episode of the podcast is about, and that's the future of micro-stretching. I mean, it's not just something that is going to disappear. That's for sure. After three decades of you building and working and reshaping and, and putting it out there in the world, but it is out there in the world now. And, and what is your, I guess, vision in terms of where micro-stretching can go? <clears throat> Brian is just basically making as many connections as possible with many, many therapists internationally yeah. and uh, giving conference talks, uh, working with professional teams again, working with national federations, working with their therapists in order to educate them as well. Because yeah. um, a lot of what's out there is still old school. People still think uh that you need to create pain you need to create inflammation in order to help the tissues heal well to that and let's hear from a person who's involved in that world out there in, in international sport and hear what they had to say about micro stretching my name is femi akinsanya i work for loughborough university in the uk as director of athletics i met nico back in 2014 when he introduced me to micro stretching he talked about how stretching causes an inflammatory response which made me wonder what was happening so after inviting me to a session, he showed me how micro-stretching works and I remember thinking nothing was happening, but when I got off the couch, I had more range of movement than when I went in. So I got Nico to present to our talent development athletes uh, when I was working with England Athletics 
um, and he delivered a workshop on microstretching, which was a massive hit. What I realised is that recovery regeneration could work really well in combination with sleep, uh, and that's something a lot of athletes struggle with, as well as coaches. So from a performance point of view and well-being point, point of view i believe micro stretching is really valuable for everyone's program well you can't get a bigger endorsement than that because that's exactly what people want in their life they want better sleep they want a quality of life and you know athlete or not it's just beneficial yeah but brian isn't it kind of interesting that femi touched on the same points that you have mm -hmm. what the heck are you doing to me nick yeah i don't really feel anything yeah and then he got off the table and he's like what the heck just happened to me? Yeah. Well, there you go. Once again, it comes right around. It doesn't have to hurt to heal you. You know, the other day I, I was out and I heard a, overheard a conversation between two people talking about the, I'm not going to say the type of treatment she was getting, but she was undergoing mm -hmm. some therapy for an injury. And she was talking about, oh my goodness, you know, the, it was such a hard session. And I'm thinking, man, you know, you really need to understand what Nico does and go and get yourself some micro stretching. That is the kind of thing that you hear time and time again when you talk to people who have suffered injury or are suffering some kind of ailment that is impacting their, their movement. That they're always being treated and they're feeling some kind of pain or discomfort from the treatment. Micro stretching does away with that completely. Yeah, we do away with that, Brian, mainly because as we said earlier on, and I can't emphasize the importance of this thing you gotta work with pain if i'm gonna cause pain i'm gonna cause more inflammation if yeah. i'm gonna cause more inflammation and pain i'm gonna put more tension in the body if i'm gonna put more tension in the body i'm not gonna re relax the person mentally and emotionally <laughs> and those are the things that you have to look at so again it goes back to what i've said earlier on the greatest gain is made without pain yeah. And the, the thing is, it's not that the, patient, the patients can't perceive what's happening to their bodies because they're in constant tension mode. Mm -hmm. Once they've worked with me several times, it's really neat because they'll come in and with all my patients that I was working with in Vancouver, as soon as they walked into the clinic, you can see it was almost like a decompression. They knew that they were coming to get stretched properly, uh, stretched uh, gently, and they were looking forward to that session. So basically, throughout the day, you put a lot of tension in your body, and then you're gonna go see a therapist, and if that therapist actually puts more tension in your body, puts more inflammation in your body, it's counterproductive. And that's exactly what we don't want. Anything that's counterproductive to your quality of life, your freedom of movement, do away with it. To that end, let's talk a bit about this. You have an ability to connect with your patients that is rare. So how do you transfer that talent or that tool in the toolkit of people who do micro-stretching to the people you teach these uh, practices to? That's a really interesting question, Brian. The only thing I can say to these people is, A, you've got to be just as gentle with your patients as you would like to be with yourself. Well, that's good advice. No you question. Know. And the, and the thing is, I was talking with my patient yesterday, and the one thing that I have to get out there, which is very, very important, and this patient agreed, is I think a lot of good practitioners are those practitioners that have gone through 
physical trauma and pain themselves. Mm. Like I had, like I've got a spinal fusion, a C5, C6, but I was hit by a car. So motor vehicle accident. So I know and, and knew and continue to know what chronic pain is like. I know what chronic tension is like and having that experience uh, from my accident is what has actually allowed me to work with my patients and empathize and sympathize as to what they're going through. So I try to get that knowledge across to the practitioners as well. Uh, you know, the key is you just cannot, uh, it, uh, you, you just can't create more pain in that body that's already suffering. Mm, well, that is probably a really wonderful way to head towards the end of this podcast because everything you just said right there underscores what we've been talking about throughout these four episodes. It doesn't have to hurt to heal you, and that really is the story of micro-stretching. And, and I know as we were preparing for this podcast, you, we were talking about a line that you came up with that just really encapsulates everything that micro-stretching is and about what you want people to feel, and it's about that effect that it has on your body i did a really interesting uh instagram guys i'm new to instagram myself and today i actually did an instagram post where i had an australian boomerang in my hand and i said <laughs> you know what guys a real boomerang a real boomerang actually was given to me from a real dear friend of mine yeah. oh i'd say almost 30 years ago for crying out loud i still have yeah. it and i said hey guys uh, your body is like this boomerang what you put into it you get back if you're very gentle it will respond. But if you're very aggressive, it will react. And it's the reaction stuff that we have to be very careful. If we're aggressive, we cause pain, we cause discomfort, we cause inflammation, and we're not actually helping the person feel better, which will diminish their quality of life. Well, Nick, you've helped me. Uh, you know, I can't thank you enough for that and, and the thousands that you've helped with this micro-stretching process and the thousands more you'll help in the future. I, I think it's an amazing thing. And if you listen to this podcast and you want to check it out, just Google micro-stretching. It's out there for you to take part in and to find a better quality of life if you're suffering from a lack of movement, pain, whatever ails you, micro-stretching will certainly help. So thanks for doing this, Nick. Thank you, Brian, for actually hosting. No problem. It's been my pleasure. It's been my pleasure being here right beside you chatting. And always remember, it doesn't have to hurt to heal you. That is the story of micro-stretching. <laughs>